Hi, you are listening to the Inspired Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. Be ready to be inspired. Stay kind, hit your goals, regroup, find self-love, make more moments for small joys, and meet my red Doberman fortune from the Sunshine Club. Hope you enjoy this podcast and download it. Thanks for tuning in. Be kind and have an inspired mind. Hi, this is the Inspired Minds, and I am Michelle Shaw, your host. I have a special podcast today. I am live here with my mother and my father, two individuals that make me very proud to be their daughter. And I first want to share with you uh, something, a nephew, I think it's my uh, my dad's great, great nephew, wrote a beautiful letter, a tribute on Veterans Day for him. My father... Uh, is and was a Marine, once a Marine, always a Marine. He served in uh, Vietnam. He was uh, a platoon sergeant in his company. They were together for three years. And I think my dad was, when were you over there, dad? 1966? 13 months. 13 months. And so this is the beautiful letter written by J.C. White to my father. Dear Uncle Ray, thank you for your service. You're, you sacrificed a lot just to help our country. Oh, buddy, buddy boy, that's, that's, <laughs> that's Spot. I mean, that's Buddy. That's, that's my mom and dad's uh, fox terrier. He's sitting on top of my dad's, basically on his shoulders on the couch, looking his face. So let's go back to the letter to your Uncle Ray. Thank you for your service. You sacrificed a lot just to help our country. It takes a lot of bravery to do that. Your heroic actions helped us for the freedom today. I am thankful because you inspired other people to do the same. That's what leaders do. Your decisions inspired me to become a leader too. That's J.C. White, my um, my dad's great-great-nephew. And I just want to share with you that in the book I wrote, in uh, Live, Love, Soul, in 2015, I opened the book with my dad's words, one of his quotes. And I want to share that with you. I'm just going to find it. And I dedicated the book to my mom and my dad. Say hi, mom. Hi there, Michelle. Say hi, dad. Hi, hi, Michelle. <laughs> I've, 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 I've got them. Um, I wrestled their arms here to get them to do this podcast with me. But here's my dad's quote. And after hearing that he served in Vietnam and risked his life and and you were you were on the in the infantry or on the field or what, what was that word you said, Dad? I was a sergeant in the infantry. There thirteen and a half months. He was a sergeant inside one time, thirteen and a half months. Wow. Sergeant platoon sergeant in the infantry for thirteen and a half months in Vietnam. And here's what my dad's advice was is on life. Your energy can defeat you, but your soul will make you win. That's William Ray Penn. Served his country proud, great father of three children, a great friend to many, and has a lot of wisdom. And here's my mother. My, I, I'm, yeah, my, I'm coming over to my mom. My mom deserves a lot of credit. This is through dog. Okay, come on, buddy. Come on, boy. You're, okay. you're, you're bombing the podcast. Say hi to buddy. <laughs> come here, buddy. That's buddy. My mom deserves a lot of credit because she waited patiently 
And what year was that, Mom? 1965 and 1966. How long were you separated from Dad? 13 months. 13 months. So how did you communicate with Dad when he was in uh, Vietnam? Letters. And uh, sometimes you didn't get a letter for two or three weeks. One time it was six weeks. Oh, wow. And you just read the papers hoping that your loved one was okay. Can you imagine that? That's unbelievable. I, I'm going to reword that. That's incredible that you did that, Mom, that you waited for Dad with help and prayers. And my dad wants to say something. Well, Kay saved every one of my letters I wrote from Vietnam. And uh, a lot of them guys didn't get any letters from home. So I take Kay's letter that she wrote to me, and I... Them guy, I'd read it to them guys, and they were just tickled to death. <laughs> ah. So sitting here with my mom and my dad, they've carved out such a beautiful life throughout the years. Um, just a little backstory of my mom and my dad. My, my mom is originally from uh, northern Kansas, western Kansas, and my father is originally from northern Arkansas, and then they both moved to Missouri. No, you were born in Missouri. Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, I thought, but didn't you live in Arkansas? No. No. Never. Hmm. Right down the... Just close to close the border. To the okay, so yeah. close there. So my father was born in Mississippi. My dad is um, Cajun French. <laughs> Got a lot of fire in him. And um, my mother is English, Swedish, and German. So a neat combination. But anyway, um, so they met and fell in love when they were 15 years old. In uh, around Marshfield, Missouri, they both lived on farms adjacent to each other, and they rode the school bus. Uh, and uh, what was what was the first thing you thought when you met Mom, Dad? Well, I was really, you know, I just didn't have anything to to do with girls. And my sister said, "Boy, there's a good-looking girl up the road up there," and I got on the school bus, and there she was. So I was in. <laughs> Mom, what did you think of Dad when you first saw him? I thought he was very handsome and very, very kind. And was that, and I remember um, seeing photos of Dad, uh, had like that slicked jet, jet black hair, leather jacket. like a, a rebel without a cause. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a leather jacket, but his dad made him sell it after about two weeks. Aw. Yeah. It had chains on it, hanging off of it, and uh, zippers, and, hmm. and you know, just Dad said, "That's got to go, son." I said, "Okay." <laughs> so I'm just so grateful to be here with Mom and Dad and spend time with them in Spirit Lake, Iowa. And I'm just going to ask them a couple questions on words of wisdom, on 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 their um, insight, and what they've um, learned from living. How is it okay? About they're almost eighty. They're seventy nine years. They're seventy nine years young, and my mom and dad both just said to me, "We still feel young. We don't feel old." So it's all that uh, forget your age, forget forget your age, and live your life. Norman Vincent Peale. My mom and dad are very much like that, um, and they they live in the now and keep trying to stay busy and enjoy their life. And they have, have a beautiful life. So I'm going to just ask my mother. She's right here. This is Mickey K. Penn. Uh, my mother was is a, a Pisces. She's intuitive, and she she runs the house with a 
the tight iron fist and keeps. <laughs> she, you do, Mom. You keep everything going. Oh, That's a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, what, Mom? If you had one piece of advice for the listener out there on how to live a better life, find more happiness, what would that be? Just for themselves, that only about that person. Believe in yourself and know that you can do most anything if you believe in yourself and make up your mind that you can do it and you want to be kind to others. Oh, that's beautiful, Mom. And my mom just told me that every morning when she wakes up, she tells herself she's living to 100 and maybe longer. And I thought, wow, good job, Mom. <laughs> so, Dad... It's my father's turn. Well, I want to say that Men Cave's been married 60 years. So that's 60 wonderful. years. We've got three wonderful kids and had a lot of fun with the kids. Anyway, out there on the farm and stuff. But anyway, we've been very fortunate. And that's, so, Dad, this is my father, William Ray Penn. He's a he's a lineage of, of the Penns. And um, according to my Aunt Roxy's post on Facebook, <laughs> we might be related to John Penn, who signed the Declaration of Independence. So, but so well, here's anyway. my father. My dad looks a lot like him. What's your advice if you have one tidbit of advice to help change the listener's point of view on living to lift them up, give them hope on how to live a better life? What would it be, Dad? Well, uh, you just can't believe in bad people, and you need to stay away from bad people and don't let them... If you do, they'll just suck all the energy out of them. So just, just be proud of who you are and be nice to other folks. Oh, that's beautiful, Dad. It is beautiful. It's good advice. You're full of it. That's true. I am. <laughs> My mom has a kitty cat, um, Purr and Poe, two cats they rescued that were dumped off by... Trash cats. Trash can. Like someone left two little kittens to die by a trash can. Trash cats. And who? And what happened when you found them, Dad? Well, they went down there, dumped some papers in this big trailer, and I said, "What is that over there?" Two little kittens. Anyway, uh, got out, and one of them run behind the, the fence over there, and they wasn't just little old bitty things, so they. The other one come up there, and they got real close together and wouldn't move. I just could not leave them there, so I load them in the truck. And our dog at that time, Spot, he couldn't stand it. I brought them home, and I said, look here, cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Mom, over to Mom. So what did you do when the kitties came home, the kittens? Well, I gave them some tuna water, and we fed them. And put him in a kennel. But the second day, I woke up and Poe's leg was sticking out of the kennel and she was stiff. So I called our vet, Dr. Rotai, and asked if we could bring him right in. And he said, sure. And we took them right into the veterinary's office. And the receptionist says, well, we can't help this one. She's dying right now. And so I said, well, I still want to see the vet and went back there. And I, one time we had saved a kitten by giving it a couple drops of cough syrup because I didn't have any whiskey. 
And so I asked her, she thought maybe a little whiskey would help. And she got, she got the biggest laugh out of that. But so anyway, she told me I wasn't keeping them warm enough. And she sent home a big bottle, plastic bottle to microwave and put in their kennel. And when we got home, then my daughter-in-law, Jessica, and I sat and rubbed the kitties and rubbed them, trying to get them warmed up. But Poe was still unresponsive and just kind of stiff. And so finally I, I asked our son, Billy, I said, would you go with your dad and get just a little bottle of whiskey? And I'm going to give them a couple drops. And so they did. And I gave them a, just just Poe, the one that was so sick, and in about gave her a couple drops of whiskey. And in about 30 minutes, she was trying to get up. And our daughter-in-law, Jessica, said, well, okay, I believe she's drunk. <laughs> but but she, she come out of it, and we still have Poe and Purr today. And... Uh, they were sick a lot that that year. We were going to go to to St. Simon's Island, and we had already bought our plane tickets, and we were going to take our dog Spot with us. And I told Ray, but in the meantime, the kitties had started losing hair, and I wanted to see if I could give them away at the vet's office. And so I called down to see if they would do that, and... She, Melinda said, well, they can't have ear mites. And I thought, oh, I bet they do have ear mites because they were just so sick and not had not been taken care of. So I took them in, and Dr. Rotai said, well, they do have ear mites, and he showed it on the screen, but he said, that's, that's no problem. We'll just give them some medicine for that, and that'll get rid of it. But he said, why do you think they're losing hair? And I said, well, I think they're licking each other in the kennel. And he said, no, that's ringworm. And he said, you can't hardly get rid of ringworm in kittens. And I kind of think he thought I would say, well, I guess we'll have to put them to sleep. But I said, well, what do I have to do? And it was a real harsh medicine, but you had to bathe them in it every day and then let them air dry and so that's what we did had to do that for a month and so did you go to st simon's we we went we did go to st simon's we had gone to sioux falls for a doctor sioux city for a doctor's appointment and I, I said to Ray, I said, how are we going to go to St. Simon's? Nobody's going to want to take care of these kittens. And about that time, we're driving down the road almost to Spirit Lake, and there's a big sign that says, enjoy your vacation, board your pet here. And so I said, Ray, let's call and see if they would take care of them. And I did call them, and they said, I told them the story about the ringworm, and it was okay. So they got to stay at the that veterinary clinic, and then Spot went in to have a checkup so he could go with us. And Dr. Rotelli took one look at him and said, those damn cats, 
they gave spot ringworm. <laughs> I don't think doc, Dr. Rotai likes <laughs> kitties as much as dogs. But anyway, we made it to St. Simon's, and we still have our kitties, so will be 10 years old next year. Aww. And now I can remember that Dad wasn't at first thought the kid, you had to give the kitties away. And um, what ended up happening, Dad? Mom, you, you were first hoping Mom would find homes for the kitties, and then what did Mom say to you one day? To- well, she was standing there by the microwave oven and a, a cook stove, and, and she looked at me. She said, I'm not getting rid of them cats. I'm going to keep them. I said, okay. <laughs> and then who loves the cats just as much as Mom? Well, <laughs> well, we like both of them. They're good to us. And then which cat is it that likes to ride around on your back, Dad, and you, you give your, the kitty a ride? Poe. Uh, and we called them Poe and Poe because Poe was hypoactive when she was little and Purr was hyperactive. And so we met, named them Poe and Purr, but now they're kind of switched. Poe is the active one, and Purr is the one that. that's not very active. We're just about to wrap this up. I just thought I would put you both on the spot oh and ask you some personal, insightful questions about my brother and my sister and myself oh and your views on the three children that you gave birth to, Mom, and then and, and the life they've lived. So first, I'm going to ask Dad. We'll start with Tracy. My sister's uh, Tracy G. Howard. She's been an expat, a literary teacher. She's an interior designer. She's incredible. She's my sister, and we call it Sister Power when we're together. And what empowering words do you have to tell the listener about Tracy G. Howard being her father? Well, when we lived on the farm there, Tracy, she... Uh... She didn't like to get her hands dirty. So <laughs> we'd go out the field and do something or dirty or something. She said, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go up the house with Mom. So she she just never did. She, she was a wimp. And, but anyway, uh, we'd get ready to come in the house. We'd been someplace, and she was asleep. Oh, Daddy, please pack me in the house. I just can't walk in there. I'm sleepy. She done that a lot, even when she was big. <laughs> so I would well, almost... She's a good gal. I would say more than she knew what she wanted in life and didn't didn't do always what, you know, strong, independent. Well, anyway, Billy, he's uh, he's good. He's got three boys, and he... he uh, he's got two boys. Two, I'm sorry, two boys and a wife. But anyway, he... He uh, he was an alcoholic. He still is. He hadn't drank in about 15 years, and uh, he went to seminary school and quit smoking and drinking and all that other good stuff, and he was a minister for a while, and he's just a super nice, wonderful daddy. And uh, Michelle, she's just a spoiled brat, too. <laughs> anyway, she uh, was glad to move up to Kansas City. So anyway, our vehicle quit going back to Missouri. Missouri and Thanks uh, for sharing this one, Dad. Michelle Good story. Up, and I said, Michelle, we need to come up here. Can we stay with you one night? She said, oh, no, you can't come back up here. I said, okay. <laughs> but who still, 
who still stayed with me. I was just excited to be an adult. <laughs> so here we go, Mom. You're on the hot seat. Tracy, Billy, your three ch children you, you gave birth to. Well, Tracy is super intelligent, and she's beautiful, and she's very kind, and she's she loves to go to book club, and she she's very knowledgeable in that respect, and she's an English teacher, and she's lived all over the world and taught school, and I really admire her for that. And Billy is just a super sweet guy. He is a head cook in Ellsworth, Wisconsin, at the school, and he runs a wrestling program for middle schoolers. And he's just a very caring individual. And Michelle, she's always been inquisitive and curious, and she just couldn't get wait to get out and see what the world held for. And she went went to first she went to to Kansas City and was a model, and then she went to ended up in California and did some acting. And she's never been afraid to do anything. And I'm just so proud of her. And she's very beautiful and intelligent. And she loves to talk. And my son... Uh, hence the podcast. <laughs> and, and, and Billy is very handsome. And he's very intellectual. And he's always got the best words of wisdom. But they're just... Wonderful kids, and we've got wonderful grandkids. Oh, that's nice, Mommy. Now we're wrapping it up here. Last bits of words of wisdom, maybe on relationships, since you and Dad have been married for 60 years. Advice for the listener, Mom? Well, it's you have to learn to give and take. And if you can't do that, you're probably not going to have much of a relationship. And you have to... Be kind. Be kind to your partner and try to understand what they want to do also. And one thing about marriage is you kind of have your ups and your downs. I had a friend at school one day tell me, she said she and her husband, someday she just couldn't believe she had married him. And other, <laughs> other days she said, I'm just so in love with him, I can't hardly stand it. And when you get married, I think you'll find that that's pretty, pretty true. And just be kind to one another. Oh, that's beautiful, Mom. Here, Dad, your words on advice on Pardon? staying married for 60 years. Well, What's the secret? Is, uh, has to be a super, super special woman put up my ugly ass. But oh, it, that's nice, Dad. Anyway, I don't know. We've... Meanwhile, Dad is very handsome. Anyway, uh, pretty rough. My mom is gorgeous. She had to deal with a Vietnam War veteran, which I feel sorry for in that respect. I wasn't very kind. But anyway, we've just all been... Or two. You great We've time. always been glad to be together, haven't we, Kay? Yeah. I've got one more thing to say. Okay. Well, you guys have fun, man. Uh, 
that was my father, William Ray Penn, rock star, Marine platoon sergeant, father, retired from Ford, Don Vance Ford in uh, Marshfield, Missouri. Top salesperson for many years in the region wow. of, uh, and a farmer, and a farmer, yep. We had a farm in Missouri, 33 years of glorious living. And here's, here's now we're in Spirit Lake, Iowa, and they're um, right across the street from East Okoboji Lake, and the lake is frozen over, and the, the trees have lost their leaves, and the trees are all beautiful, dark brown, reaching up toward the gorgeous sky, and we can see the sun. Mom has one more closing thought on how to stay successful as a couple. What is that, Mom? Make sure you're in love when you get married. And that love can carry you through a lot of things. Oh, beautiful. Well, from our heart to yours, this is William Ray Penn, Mickey K. Penn, and their sprawled brat daughter, Michelle Shaw. Thank you for tuning into The Inspired Mind. I'm grateful for you. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. This is Michelle Scholl, your host from the Inspired Mind Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that last podcast. Please connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you there. Michelle underscore Scholl, S-H-U-L-L, at um, Instagram and on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm not on there quite as much, but I do have a page there. And also find mangojane.co. I have a, a page there, news, where I update, share moments, uh, kind of like a column, different things going on with the, the books that I'm publishing through Mango Jane, the public domain books, and some of my own writing. Hey, take care, stay inspired, and, and don't give up hope on your future. Yes, there will be hard times. Get through them by creating those little moments of joy, just like the Sunshine Club. I'm here for you, and I'm grateful for you. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you.